Minneapolis, 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Hesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. And we're back with another episode of Minneapolis 911. I'm L.A. Nick with my co-host, Hesley Ray. And we're opening to our favorite band, Blue Felix. Well, my favorite band, Blue Felix. I don't know if that's well, really our favorite. favorite band now, really. You, you like Blue I Felix? Mean, yeah, yeah, I love them now. Have you ever like watched their videos and listened to them? I watched them with you, and <laughs> I awesome. was like, you know, they just won. They just won the medley. So there's a there's a there's a there's a medal award in Minnesota called the medleys or metleys, metal med m e t t l e y s, and uh, I get it. And they mm-hmm. got the best live performing band because th- when you oh, go see Blue felix did oh when you go see Blue Felix, you're like what the hell is that <laughs> you're just like holy crap like as so you love rock and you love to, i like, like metal bands and like rock metal bands and... I, I'm, I'm more of a rocker than metal but i really appreciate entertainers Tell so, me what your experience was, though, because you told me you went out to, like, a forest or something, and they were, like, all running around and, like, ah, they're, they're, and they're, they're They're true entertainers. Yeah, like, okay. Toxic so Trip. tell me about a, a show that you saw. Toxic Trip, the singer of Blue Felix. He actually literally, I think it was His the, name is Toxic, his mother, when he came out of the womb. She was like, this is my baby boy. I'm going to make him Toxic he, he, Blue. His story is so unbelievable. It's so, it's such an unbelievable story. I have a problem with this. It's an unbelievable story, his story. So he was adopted by Native Americans who are Mystic Lake Native Americans. Crooks. And they did not know the name of Toxic. So they just So I get this this is what this is how I th- I don't believe you at all. No, right now. well this is this is this is a quick run of the story, okay? Okay. His parents were natives. They were part of the tribe who owns Mystic Lake Casino. They couldn't have a baby. They told everybody that they were having a baby. This and they, is bullcrap. No, listen, just hear me out. So they okay. list, They told everybody they're having a baby. So they, the tribe, after he's born and he turns 18, when you're no, eight, no listen, when you're 18 and you're in the tribe in, in the res, you get what's called an allotment. When you're in the res. You get your own house and you get so much money a year. So when it came to that time, somebody said, hey, we don't think he's native. We want a DNA test. This is not true. It is true. This is a, like, this is one of those fables that you hear. No, and like, no, 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 no. It's, it's going to get crazier. It's going to oh get, get, it's going to get more unbelievable. Please tell me more. It's, it's going to get more unbelievable. So he, so somebody protests it and says, and they do a DNA test and they go, yeah, this kid's not native. He's the Norwegian Swede. Oh my God, he has blonde hair and blue eyes. So he, 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 his, in, in, at a spite, his dad, who was, I think, like the chief or second in command of the crooks of the of Mystic Lake, buys gets him this big property next to the, the reservation there, in up in Shakopee, and he has a he has an unbelievable spread, and he's and you know what, he actually deserves it. He's an amazing guy, and just. He'll give there you. There is no way this is true. No, so so he he goes on a hunt to find out who his real father is, and his real father. He it, went on a hunt. Well, he went on a search to find out who his real dad was. 
He was out in the woods hunting for his father on no. the run. And his real dad is one of the guys from Hairball. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I, I swear no. to God. I swear to God it is. No. It's a true story. It's a true story. Jake, no. Jake Toxic Trip Crooks is one of my, I consider him one of my best friends you in life. You're a liar. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. All right. And I don't lie about, like the, I don't lie. Okay. He's the lead singer of Blue Felix. He's the lead singer of Blue Felix. And he does our And his real, song. his real birth dad is, 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 is it's not Bobby. It's, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the guy who's been, the guy who's been in, Sorry. in, uh, in Hairball for the longest. And it's, I can't believe I can't remember his oh name. Oh my God. The blonde hair guy. He's been okay. in blue Phillips. He's been in hairball the longest. But that is ta- is Jake's dad. All right. You and know what? I don't even want to know anymore. But Jake's the most talented guy I know. He builds street rods. He builds uh, rat rods. He does. He's a, a certified welder, a certified Harley Davidson mechanic. He right. does all kinds of crazy stuff. He's 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 one of the best seamstress. Okay. Best seamstress I've ever met in my life. He can seamstress. Yes. He can sew you anything you want. All right. He is amazing. Let's get to our first topic, shall we? To- to- this is my first topic. You know what? Toxic first trip. Topic. My first topic is toxic trip. I wanted to talk about weddings. Weddings? Yeah. Because oh. I'm going to do a destination wedding. Yeah, it's a big mistake. And you're telling me why. Big, that? big mistake. Why? Well, multiple reasons. Talk- these destination weddings are just a disaster. And I'll t- I'm going to ruin your whole fantasy right now. Well, my fantasy is Cancun and Sandy Beaches. Well, you're, beaches not, you're, not, you're killing people in Cancun right now. I'm killing, not killing people trying right now. to kill anyone. But they are but... killing people in Cancun right now. No, they're not. They are, too. Look right it up. Now? Just look it up right now. No. Trust right me. Now, this minute? No, they're they're killing people in Cancun right this second. All right, I'm going to look it up. Because they, they, me... they brought, they brought, they brought. El Chapo to America. El Chapo. So now El Chapo can't run the cartel from prison in Mexico because he's in America now. He's in New York City. So now a new cartel is moving in, and Cancun is one of the worst places that they're killing cartel. Mm, Just pull no. up Cancun murders. Yeah, seems fine to me. Yeah, well, they Gunmen must... killed several at Cancun nightclub. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. That was just... Today. Yeah, that was today. Um, it happened every day this week. So yeah. let me let me finish my problem with destination weddings. All right, all right. Let's talk about that. First of all, you're you, you are putting a big burden on all your guests. No. Yes. Not really. You, okay. Well, you invited me to your wedding. Guess yeah. what? I'm not going. I know you're not going, but you, that's you, because you, you know, hate me. No, I love you, but I I'm love not. You too. I'm I'm not going to spend. Like $3,800 to go to your wedding. Yeah, it is a big expense. Second of all, second second biggest problem, it takes all money out of America. Not really. Yes, what do you mean not really? You're going to Mexico and spend all our money. Because when I'm there, I buy Tramadol, and then I come back to the U.S. and I sell it. To the people in the United States. Well, I'm not States. a drug dealer, so I don't, uh, you know, I'm anti drug. I'm not saying that I did do that, but I could. Well, I'm anti drug, so I don't do that. 
All right. So well, you're giving I mean, all our money like, to another country. Second, not pro- all okay, of it, because it's the Marriott. Okay, so well, a lot of it goes so, to the Marriott okay, corporate. So first of all, you're you're you're, you're burning your guests. Then you're taking burning the, them. Burning it. Burning. Burn. Burning. Burdening. Burning. Yes. Oh, okay. Let sec- me sec- let me help you with that. Sec- burdening. Yeah, them. burdening. Second okay. of all, you're taking all the money out of America. Mm-hmm. Third of all. Okay, thank you, President This Trump. is the third problem that I have with your destination wedding. All right. You will never drive by that spot the rest of your life and go, hey, that's where I got married. But I'll have a picture on my wall, and I'll that's, be like, that's hey, bullshit. remember that? No, I wanna know, if I want to get married, I want to be able to drive by it on a weekly basis. Go, you know what? There's where I got married. It means something to me. So you're going to get married at HCMC. No, if, because that's our right outside your door, and no, you'll be like, "Hey, not, you know what? Nancy and I got married <laughs> right li- out of Hennepin County Medical Center." I live four blocks from HCMC, and I and I don't I like MCH. I was in HCMC last night. Yes, you were. I went to a doctor's appointment because I got gout. You have gout. I have gout. I'm eating too much shellfish. Oh, you know what? I wanna. I just want to get married in Mexico before the wall you know is where, in the way. You know where I'm going to get married. Can we just uh, agree that I'm gonna get married there before the wall? No, I think I think it's a big mistake. I don't like destination weddings. Do you man. want me to get married at HCMC where you got treated for gout? No, you should get married at that church on on Nicollet Mall. You know what? I'll get married there, and I want to like actually talk about your gout. What's going on? You have gout? I have gout. Who are you? Are you on a Seinfeld episode right no, I got now? Gout, like, man. I remember the Seinfeld episode. I was where walking she had a down. Gout. I was walking. No one could look at I it. I was walking down Seventh Street, and it, I felt like somebody put a hot poker through my my right big toe. Ew. And I was like, "Holy crap! My toe hurts so bad I can't walk." And Gross. I took I took my shoe off, and my whole toe was literally throbbing red. And then I put my shoe back on, and I just powered through it. And the next day yeah. it didn't hurt, and then it hurt again. So then I called my doctor on a Friday, and usually it takes 30 do you days. Have, like an actual doctor that answers a, your call? I do. like, hello, this yeah. is Dr. So-and-so. Oh, her, she's hot. She's Elizabeth Getz. Or she's a, she's a, Hi, this is Dr. Getz. Uh, L.A. Nick, uh, do you have gout again? <laughs> she's, All right. She's like in her mid-30s. She's, she's a cute girl. She's not. I like her a lot. She, oh, but oh. The, the main thing is she's a really good doctor. And she treated your gross gout. I got nice feet, man. You ever see Ew. my feet? No, no one wants to see your no. feet. No, uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Oh, my no, God. No, He's so, taking so, his shoe no. off. Okay. Listeners no, 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 right no, no, now. No, 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 no. Hesley, Hesley, Hesley. I want you to trust me. I don't. Okay. Trust I me. Trust okay. Okay. I have been wearing this shoe right here for three years. Okay. Hey. I just want you to smell it for one second. Seriously, really smell that shoe. Okay. It smells like a brand new can, shoe. Can we get it smells to take like a picture a of brand, this? I will. It smells like a brand new shoe. All right. I I just want like Hold when on. people are listening to this, I'm gonna take I a want picture. them to see. I'm gonna take a picture. That, like I'm actually doing this. Hold on. I'm gonna take a picture. It smells like heaven. It smells like a brand new freaking shoe, right? It smells like a brand new. And I'm telling you, shoe. I have really nice feet. My feet are nice. I have nice feet. He took his sock off. I, I don't have men's. I don't have man's feet. I have I have nice pretty feet. I could be a foot model. They're really beautiful. They are. And yeah. the, hey, doesn't my shoe smell like a brand new shoe? It's like heaven. It smells like leather. Yeah. It smells like leather, right? 
It's a foot fetish. Like, it's a three-year-old shoe. Seriously, I feel a little turned on. I feel uncomfortable. I have really nice feet, man. I feel really uncomfortable right now, but yeah, you do. I have nice... Look at that foot. I could be a foot model. You should be. You know what? The sock's like four days old, and it smells brand new. Let me <laughs> let me smell it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I just smell my sock. But my it had a gold toe on it. I wear gold toe suit. Yeah, I only I only buy gold toe gold toe yeah, socks. Yeah, he's super fancy. But um, my feet, I'm proud of my feet. I'm weirdly like turned on, and also like. I feel like I have so many questions now. Like, there are so many questions in my okay. mind. Like, so, why? So, Nancy, why? Nancy was asking me these questions. So, yesterday, Nancy saw me cleaning my ears and doing all this stuff. Ew. And she's like, why are you doing all this stuff? I go, I got, I got to go to the doctor's today. She's like, well, why would you clean your ears and, like, super shave and, like, you know, I got a shower. Shave, like, the bottom of your ball sack? I got a shower. Okay. <laughs> and I shaved like the up. I shaved upwards. Okay, good, 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 good. And 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 mm-hmm. make sure I had good eyeliner on. And uh, and and she's like, <laughs> why? Why are you doing all this to go to your doctor? Yeah, why would you? Because no doctor wants to examine a dirty ass body. I mean, they don't want to smell stinky feet. And I pet egg me my feet every couple of days. I take care of my feet. As, yeah. you, as you saw. I saw that. And it you, was and disturbing listen, to me, and th- th- My shoes smelled like brand new leather, right? It did. It was really and weird. And these are three-year-old shoes. They I really are. I don't know what to say and about that. And it's the that. only pair of shoes I own. Okay. That's really creepy. Yeah. I take care of myself. Okay. Let's move on to our next topic, <laughs> please. Please. But not. anyway, anyway, I went to the doctor. She told me I had gout. And I and I actually I'm going to Croatia and and uh, what's the country above Croatia? Uh, Prussia. No, it's know. it starts I'm with an I, I think. Some weird I country. No so I said, you know, do I need, so she goes, well, you gotta get hepatitis A and B shots. Mm-mm. No. I got them though. Oh, good. Yeah. So you're free and clear. So I was recently in I HCMC. So you went to HCMC? My, doc- you... my doctor's a teacher at HCMC. Okay. So I really like my primary care doctor a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. She's an amazing doctor. Okay. And I, and I had to thank her because I was, you know, last or last two shows ago, I was in Mexico getting motorcycle you work were, done. Yep. And I just mm-hmm. called her up and said, hey, can you, send, can you get me some dysentery pills prescription? Dysentery? Because I wasn't going, I was, I was you case. saw where I went. Yeah, I mean, I was in the slums. In the thick of it. I was in the slums. Right in the thick so of it. So I needed dysentery because I wasn't going to die down in Mexico. So I said, can you, can you get me some, uh, what's it called, uh, Cicero or something like that. It's dysentery mm-hmm. medicine. So she goes, yeah, no problem. I'll send you, I'll get your prescription, pick it up. So I like her because she, she's a good doctor. When right. I when I tell her I'm going somewhere, she looks up on the computer what I need to go to that country. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a different topic for you altogether. But don't do the destination wedding. Well, I'm gonna do it. Like you should already... cancel right now. It's a it's a burden on all your uh... all your guests. Come on, how much of a burden? If if somebody called you and said, "Hey, 
you got to come to my wedding. you got to spend $4,000. You're like, you know what? Screw you. I'm not spending $4,000 to come to your wedding. But it would be your vacation for the year. And so no, it's like, but, but, but people that's already, your vacation People too. already did their vacation. No, they did not. Because but I did. Why? Why didn't you just like save your vacation for my wedding? Because you didn't tell me, hey, I'm getting oh. married in a year. Save your vacation. Yeah, I didn't know then. Well, then you're a jackass. I'm a huge <laughs> jackass. You're right. It could be true. I, w- I would just say this. If anyone is If, if you would have told me a year ago, hey, Nick, I would love to have you at my wedding. I'm going to get married in a year from now. Can you plan your vacation around my wedding? I would love to. Be, I would be I would be the biggest crier at your wedding that anybody. I didn't know a and year when they ago. And when they said, does anybody have any objections to this wedding? I'd be the first person <laughs> to stand up and go, I love Leslie. <laughs> but, but you didn't tell me. You know what? You you're didn't right. tell me. I'm, you're right. You so, gave me last minute notice to come to my wedding in I'm two sorry. months. And I just got back to Mexico. And now I'm going to, to Czechoslovakia. and. Wow. I'm a huge a-hole. I'm so sorry. No, but if you would have gave me good notice, I would have showed up. I know. I feel guilty that I'm not coming to your wedding. I feel guilty. So now you made friends feel guilty. Now that I did that. And the rest of the friends that are coming are are having a burden. I feel really bad. You should. we're going to move on. As you should. Because I have a different topic. Okay. I'll let you you off the hook. Um, All right. So... I wanted to talk about, this is like going to reel into a, an older story that we've covered before, but Natalia Correa, uh, she was the mother that uh, had the daycare. and Oh, the crazy lady who hung the baby. And she hung the baby, right? And then okay. jumped, tried to jump so up the bridge. Also in the Star Tribune, she drove to Park Avenue you know in what, Minneapolis. I got to say something right now. All right. I have a big problem with Star Tribune. Do you? Okay, let's let's talk about that first, and then we can talk about my story. No, again, finish your story. Okay, so she is going to have a hearing now on the 14th of February, which is Valentine's Day. Um, I have learned that she's got young children at home. The older child is she married? She is married. The older child is her husband staying with the kids. The husband, I have Has not it, heard. He, he hasn't ran yet about. But I know that the oldest son... She's batshit crazy. The oldest son, listen to this, <laughs> bat is crazy. a real estate um, person right tycoon? now. Tycoon? No, he's real estate now. He's not a real estate tycoon, though. He's taking care of the younger siblings. So so she like went crazy, we think. Oh, she went more she, than crazy. That's more than crazy. <laughs> so the story was, let's talk about that first. Okay, so, so she, people she, bring in the back. So she, uh, I'll, I'll run through it, and okay. correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. So this woman ran a home daycare center for young toddlers and, and babies. Minneapolis, yeah. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. A father comes to drop his kid off. 9.15 Okay, 9.15 in the morning. A, a father comes to drop his kid off, and she goes, come see what I've done. And she hung a baby from a noose in the basement. Right. And then she ran out of the house, jumped in a minivan, hit two different people, one on a bicycle, I believe, yeah. and then hit somebody in the car, and then stopped the car on a bridge and tried to jump off it, but pe- but uh, regular citizens grabbed her and held her down Correct. until the cops came. So that's so the, all correct, right? That that is all so that semi-correct. Mean, so that's yes. just batshit crazy. So, so my question was like, 
this woman and and from accounts all across the board this woman was like a pillar of society yeah, like she, everyone she, loved her her daycare had very good reviews super good reviews five, i think five stars i think so too yeah like on yelp i on I, yelp. Fe- I feel like w- everything that i looked at from this woman and every parent that entrusted their children with her we're like, we never expected this. this was, so what do you think happened? Think she got, I don't know. I think the kids got to her? Or you so, think she just mentally snapped? Here is what I, and this could, is could, all like. Because you, you have two kids. I do. So could kids get to you to that point? Could they, could they make you go crazy? I don't, I don't have any kids, so I can't answer the question. So, so if so, you had 10 kids, could 10 kids make you freak to freak out? Could, could you just freak out? With 10 Here, kids. Here's my my reaction to what you just said is I grew up in a home daycare. My mom ran a home daycare. Yeah, and so I, was, me that, I yeah. was always around like 10 or 15 kids, right? So like it your, was did, always chaotic. Did your mom freak out? She never did that. I, I would say too that, that no one ever would like tie a noose on pipes in a and basement. And that was premeditated. That noose was pre-tied. That makes me worry and so i read the police report um and i read the i read everything about this case um she like in their basement had a pair of child's tights like so children's tights so i'm guessing her daughter's tights i don't know whose tights it were but like they were in like over a pipe in the basement do you think she killed john and the 18-month-old. <laughs> Do you think she could have? Baby, like, let's go back to the, like, actual point of this, though, is the 18-month-old baby was hanging from that. The father, like, who was dropping off another child, found that child hanging. The child is fine. Like, yep, that is, a, yep. like, okay. Thank God. She then ran from the house and got into her gold minivan. Solid Kid, gold? Well, it was a gold minivan. Oh, anyway, so it wasn't gold gold. Just she painted gold. pulled out of the alley onto 28th Avenue or 28th and, like, then, like, barreled through. So she hit another car. Didn't she hit a bicyclist or something? She did a later. A pregnant lady? She hit that later. A pregnant so lady, right? the cars were involved. The pregnant lady is okay. The pregnant, like, lady and her baby are fine. Um, and the the driver of the car that she hit is the one that then when she was pulling away from that accident, she hit him again. And so she hit him. He is now, like, still recovering from his injuries. Then she turned left onto Park from 28th, and she hit a bicyclist. That individual was a bartender um, going to work like downtown Minneapolis and he is still recovering from his injuries. Did we ha- we played this 911 call? We did and um, I wish we had it. We don't have it today. I'm sorry got about that guys, but we had this 911 call. It's we, a very compelling story because I feel like yeah, like here is an individual involved. who who has been entrusted by the state of Minnesota to take care of our young ones. You know, yeah. and she's got two young so, so her older child is now taking care of the two younger children that I can see. Like, so, so what I've been following, he's been really taking care of them and, um, like, driving them to school every day. And, like, they've still been, been 
handling all of this by themselves as the family. So if the mother, like, this is my question for you. If the mother is not dealing with substance abuse, which I think everyone thought initially, did you? No, I thought she, I thought. That she just snapped. Too many kids made her snap. Okay. I don't, first of all, I, I have. I don't think that's true. Well, I have no confidence in the state of Minnesota government-wise. I mean, come on, Dayton is so heavily intoxicated, and he's still governing our state. So, I mean, the guy just collapsed the podium, and he's still our governor. They're not making him step down. They're not doing anything. He is on so many medications, he cannot make a rational decision, but yet he's still governing our state. So I don't have any faith in their governing of the state of Minnesota. So this lady is... I think fell through the cracks. She probably had mental illness. A lot of people who do that particular job have meant have some kind of form of mental illness. Why do you think that? Because they they have they have to have power. I, I've seen this case a thousand times. They want power to to have power uh, uh, amongst a, a bunch of people. So they want to have control over all those kids. I don't think so. So I think that this this one. Is you know, it's it's, she, it's a case fact that it, it does happen. She also is like not from, um, like she was not born and raised here, so she is from, I believe, Russia or uh, well, probably the Ukraine. Well, there you go. That's what I think. <laughs> um, she came over here, met and married a man, and then, like, started that home daycare. And then divorced him and took all his money? No. Like, they're still married right now on paper. Um, I don't know what is going on with the husband. I do know that the oldest son is from a previous marriage from the Ukraine or Russia. And he's the one that is now taking care of the younger siblings. Listen, I'm not going to make light of it. Mental health issues are... Rapid. I mean, there's there's rampant. There's a lot of mental health issues. So she she probably had some mental health issues to start with. She got fell through the cracks of the system. Got this approval to have this daycare center in her home with mental health issues. A lot of women have mental. Health. Did she? So she, you say a she, lot of women or a lot of people? A I lot mean, of like, a lot of a lot of a lot of people. Okay. A lot Just of people. Clarify that. Yes. A lot of what I'm saying, most there's not too many men running daycare centers. Well, yeah, because you guys are all creepy. <laughs> See? Look who's the precious one. <laughs> well, I would say this. I would say, you know, this is a story that I, I still want to follow. No, I want to follow too, yes. Um, because yes. I, I would like to see where it ended up. And her next uh, hearing so, so is on the 14th. When I said I have a problem with Star Tribune. Let's you and I go on the 14th. Let's go. Let's go. Is it, Let's is sit it, out there. Is it here? Yeah, here. So this is why I have a problem with the Star Tribune. All right. They are totally so, so I mean, I, I'm amazed how biased the Star Tribune is. They are, that's the headline of this Sunday Star Tribune, Dayton confident amid health scares. It ain't a health scare. The dude passed out, drop dead cold during a speech. And, well, and, and, we don't know all the facts. Well, all I know is I ran into him in the Skyway and he couldn't speak a word. And that was weeks ago. So, and, and he has he has a cancer that he's doing massive amounts of opiates. Somebody doing that much dope should not be governing a state. Period. Period. The guy should step down. He's 70-some years. What's he, 70... 
I think he's 70 or 71 years old, who ha- was on, he's on dope. Good for him, though. He made it to 70 or 71. He's the governor. Like, yeah, that's more than but, I've done. But he's on dope. Once you're on dope, eh. no, you can't govern a state high on dope, man. Come on. I think he's doing all right. No, he's not doing all right. What are, you, are you crazy? Yes. Are you a lunatic? I'm a woman. I saw the guy in the skyway. I said, hey, you ever dating? How you doing? The guy couldn't even speak. Well, you he know had, what? He had the like, longest drool of any human I've ever seen in my I life. I bet. He was scared my to see you. My friend has a St. Bernard. And when you give him a piece of hamburger, Dayton's drool was longer than that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the I, truth. It's the truth. I don't know. It's the truth. Like, it's the truth. I'll, I'll, I'll put my reputation against Governor Dayton it. versus a St. Bernard with a hamburger. Let's see who drools the longest. Well, Governor Dayton I, had the longest drool I've ever saw in a human being in my life. I really don't think that's true. Number uh, Hesley, one. Hesley, look at me. Look at me. I'm looking look at, at me. you. I'm looking at you. I've never seen a human being drool that, drool that long. Well, I would I'm like talking to, to six challenge in, you. I'm talking a six-inch solid six inch. spit that's drool. Nothing. Well, I never saw a human drool like that. <laughs> well, and, and, let's not go and, he had, and, and I, ran in, I ran into Governor Dayton in the Star Tribune building, and he had a young little handler with him, young boy, that, that, had, that, had, a, <laughs> that, had, a, that had a man bun. Ew. And the boy said, oh, Governor Dayton just got out of surgery. I'm like, if he just got out of surgery, what the hell is he doing in the Star Tribune building? Yeah, that's Why wouldn't true. he be home mm-hmm. in bed? You're right. You're right. And, I can and, only and say I, you're and right. I, and I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I, I really do. I, I don't wish anybody any harm. And I respect the guy a billion times because he made it to be governor. But he was drunk. We'll be back with this and more with our Minneapolis 911 calls. Please stay with us. We love just, our listeners. Just tune out now, trust me. No, don't. <laughs> Come back with us soon. We're Minneapolis911.com. I'm Hesley Ray with L.A. Nick. Minneapolis911.com. Welcome to The Exchange. The Exchange. Featuring two full-surface bars, a dance floor, exclusive VIP seating. The Exchange. Immerse yourself in the underground oasis with the Twin Cities' sexiest people. The Exchange. A swanky cocktail lounge for grown-ups of stunning beauty. And the most state-of-the-art sound and light equipment available anywhere in North America. The first Function One Evo sound system. Light sound and music perfection. Elevate your club experience at the Exchange. Exchange Nightclub, 10 South 5th Street Lumber Exchange Building, downtown Minneapolis. The Exchange, your premier nightlife destination. Welcome to The Exchange. A swanky cocktail lounge for grown-ups of stunning beauty. The Exchange. Featuring two full-service bars, a dance floor, exclusive VIP seating. With the Twin Cities' sexiest people. The most state-of-the-art sound and light equipment available anywhere in North America. The first Function One Evo sound system. Exchange Nightclub, 10 South 5th Street, Lumber Exchange Building, downtown Minneapolis. The Exchange, your premier nightlife destination.
We're back, Minneapolis911.com. I'm Ellie Neck with my co-host, Tessie Ray. Hello. 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 All right, so I heard that you were... I had some pork tacos in there coming back up. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I heard that you were actually at one of our city council meetings in Minneapolis recently. Actually, it was not a city council meeting. It was a North Loop North Loop neighborhood meeting where Betsy Hodges was the keynote speaker. Okay. It's funny because so 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 and so it was funny because it, it was like a whole front row, and Betsy Hodges was the only one sitting there, and n- n- there was nobody sitting in the row behind her, and then everybody else. And uh, my friend Jay Edinger's like, I go, hey Jay, go sit next to Betsy. He's like, no way, <laughs> I'm not sitting next to her. We I'm talked like, about this I'm before, like, no, so this no, is we the didn't. last one that you were at. No, I go, okay, no, no, we we never okay. talked about this. All right. I go, great, go sit next to you. He's like, no. So I went up there. Oh, you know what? We did mention it. We did mention it. We did, yeah. But we didn't get into details of it. No, not the nitty gritty. So she spoke for about 17 minutes. And I actually. That's a long time. That's a good set. And if you want to hear it, I actually have it all. I would love to hear it, but. Let's just hear her voice for a second. Okay. I would like to hear your rendition of what happened, too. Well, it was pretty much just a blatant lie for 17 minutes, even though... A blatant lie. Even even though, I'm going to say this... One long 17-minute lie. I'm going to say this, <laughs> and, 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 and it, it's disturbing for me to say this. It's disturbing for me to hear you say but, but, anything. Hold on. First of all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let you hear her voice for a second. I would like to hear her voice and not yours. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, no. I mean, like, I would like to hear your voice always. I don't but... really like her voice, but she has a, she has a good it's face. It's a nice voice. It's hard to hear. And I was sitting in front row. But I'll, I'm just going to turn this off. So first thing she says is, that how crime is down in Minneapolis, which I was just wanted to laugh out loud. Like, are you kidding right, me? Because like, it's not. Are you kidding me? Crime's down in Minneapolis because you make mandatory 15 minute response time to police officers to go to any scene. Look at the 400 block of Hennepin no, Avenue no, no, no. She, she, and every, let's talk again. And then she said Nicolette Mall is on time and on budget. No, it's not. <laughs> which it's I was like, off I, budget. Which the Star Tribune just wrote last weekend that the company pulled out. But you don't like the Star Tribune anymore, so who do I trust? Well, you know what? That's my problem now. Who can we trust? I don't know. Who brings the news? I, you know what? Minneapolis 911? I don't... Maybe. So, so, you know what? So far, we've been the most accurate. We we we, most accurate. we said that the Macy's was closed before anybody else in the city of Minneapolis you said the Macy's closed. You did say that. We said that Barnes & Noble was closed before anybody else you in the city of You did say that. We said that the company pulled out of the Nicolette Mall project before anybody you else said that. You did say that. So, so far, we actually are the most accurate, which is pretty damn scary shit. Which is super scary. It's scary shit. This is scary for that's, all of us. That's scary like, shit. It's scary for you guys listening and scary for so us broadcasting. So when you read the Star Tribune, it's so... When did newscasters become opinion pieces? What the hell I don't want to hear their opinion. I no one hear... wants to hear anyone's opinion. Well, no. I want to hear... Our no, opinion. But I want to hear non-newscasters' opinions. Like, just... Like, we're not newscasters. androgynous... 
I want to, you know what I want to hear? You know, Non-opinionated. I want to hear, I want to hear. Fact. I want to hear jackasses' opinions. How could you even know what is fact anymore? I mean, we're pretty much jackasses, so. We are here, but right, like. So listen to our opinion. But I don't want to hear a news, an actual journalist opinion. Just tell me the friggin' news. And that's why I listen to NKG. I only watch NKG News on 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 Comcast. NKG. Yeah, it's it's from Japan. It's just a girl sitting there going, facts. This is like she, she only does what? facts. Today, this happened. Period. No opinion. No no nothing. Does to, she have a Japanese accent? Nope. Is she wearing English. like a Pokemon outfit? Nope. White white oh. blouse. Just oh, and just she's like. Here are the facts. Yes, that's Today, all she does. Betsy Hodges. Drink a fifth of vodka. <laughs> I don't think. End story. I don't think that's he drinks anymore. I, oh. And you know what? I have to say. And Sorry. I, I'm going to say this. And, and it actually hurts me a little bit to say it. It hurts you. It, it, Look at your eyes tearing up. No, it really does. So oh. everybody knows that I've been a big opponent against Betsy Hodges. Because yeah. I do not agree with her policies. I think she you has terrible policies governing the city of Minneapolis. You have a personal problem. It's not personal. It's personal. No, it's not. It's She's pretty much cut the balls off of MPD. She cut the balls off of you no, and MPD. My balls are still here. <laughs> Ew. I don't want to smell them smell like them? I smelled your shoe. <laughs> hey, Icky. hey, you smelled my shoes, right? I did. And how'd they smell? They were amazing. My like ball. pure leather, and my like balls, new shoes. My balls smell just like I brand new balls. Hey, have you ever smell smelled that. a baby's balls? Uh, no. A, what? You don't have a baby boy? No. You have two girls. Who would do that? Why would you smell something? <laughs> like, no. Ick. Well, if, you have a, if you're a mom and you have a baby, don't you like clean Why them Why would up? you smell? Like, you wouldn't smell them. You would clean them, but you would not well, smell. Don't you smell to make sure oh they're fresh? Oh, my God. What the? Like, seriously, this is one of those outtakes that I feel like we were going to leave. So, I, well, I don't have kids. So, you know, if you have yeah, a boy, you uh, don't, for a reason. If you don't you have a boy, have you don't make sure they smell fresh? No. Where's the something little girl like them? And then... Ew. Weird and gross. Let's move on. Anyway. Okay. So, anyway. So I... Betsy Hodges, her balls smell like crap to you. No, I don't apparently. think she has any balls. Maybe she does. I don't know. But, anyway. I have oh. so she is of course running for mayor again. She is the mayor in Yeah, but she's not gonna win. I disagree. I think that Fry is gonna win. Oh I just I hundred percent disagree. Really? A hundred percent. You're gonna call this right now. I'm gonna call it right now. Okay. If you, you did, think she's gonna if win. If you did a poll today, right this second, uh huh. Just on internet social media alone. Yeah. Betsy beats everybody five to one. Five to one. Five to one. Five to one. Wow. So so they all have so Jacob Fry is Jacob Fry for mayor. Betsy Hodges and Betsy Hodges for mayor. They all have like they're different things. Yeah. Right. So Betsy Mm -hmm. Hodges has eleven thousand five hundred people. You know how much Jacob Fry has? I don't know. Twenty three hundred people. Twenty three oh one right now. I'm just gonna sign up. I'm just telling you. She and all her posts have. 19,000, 18,000 likes. Yeah, but she might be paying for that. M- remember who her husband is. Yeah, that's true. Her husband, her husband's a big shot in that council. He is, yeah. And she's connected. 
It's a. It's more. She's like the mafia it's now. More, well, it's more of a corrupt city than people know. Jacob Fry is going to be the next Gary Shift. Gary Shift was a city. Anybody who doesn't know Gary Shift, Gary Shift is actually the guy who passed the bill to, for Minneapolis to be a sanctuary city, which there actually is no such thing as a sanctuary city. And I'm going to say this again. And I, and I don't lean right. I don't lean left. I lean forward. But there's no such thing as a sanctuary city, and here's why. There is ICE officers in every city of America. Minneapolis has had dozens and dozens of people deported just this year alone. In the city of Minneapolis, they've been deported by ICE officers. So there's no such thing as the city doesn't protect anybody who's an illegal. The cops won't get involved, but ICE cops will deport you. And we have ICE cops. Tell right me again here. what ICE cops mean. Well, ICE is 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 Department of of, of uh, Immigration, and they are, have their own officers called ICE. It's uh, uh, immigration. Sounds very Minnesotan, like in Scandinavian, like ICE. Like, and uh, there's plenty of ICE. In in fact, there's more ICE officers in Minnesota than most states. Do they wear a special uniform? They How do. How will I the, know who they are? They're all in black, and the back of their jacket says ICE. Okay. It, Why it, don't it, I see them two, anywhere? I see them. Right, right, right. See the Riverside? I see them all the time. They'll say ICE police. What does it stand for? Immigration? In, immigration Code Enforcement. Code Enforcement. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. And, and, and more, more people get deported out of Minnesota than most states. So, and even San Fran. San Fran's like number two. A lot of people get deported out of San Fran and Los Angeles. So there's no such thing as a sanctuary city. This city's not protecting anybody from getting deported. It's but just the, the whole point of sanctuary city is if you are an illegal okay, immigrant when and I you, met, when you I met report you, a crime. When I met you, you never heard the term sanctuary city. Let's not go back into history and <laughs> talk is, about is, is my that, education. Is that true or not true? It's true, but we're okay. not going to so, go back but, in time. But I told you what a sanctuary city is. You did. And it, it's, but it's, 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 it's basically it, like if you're like, oh, I'm an illegal immigrant, but I'm seeing something bad happening, and I want to call 911, and then 911 comes, and they're like, oh, my God, what is going on? And they're like, ah, jihad. And then you're like, oh, my God. And they all no. come in, and then you no. say, the like, point- but wait, I reported this, and then they can't. Ask you like right are the you argument legal? right the argument against sanctuary cities is so people will talk to the that the, the local want police you to, report crime to, to the local police to the without local. fear of getting deported. Right. The problem is when you have illegal immigrants that are criminals. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't care. I I can I I have a huge tolerance. I'm a bleeding heart. I am. I am a bleeding, bleeding heart. My main artery is sliced wide open. Aww. But if you're if you're violent and you rape women or you're Don't violent point at and me. You, I'm not raping and, women. And, and, you, and you, you, you stab and hit people with bricks. I don't ever do that. I you know try what? not to. I don't want you in my country. So if what? If, if you're an Ill- if you're illegal in the if America, I'm an illegal and, and you're, I rape and you're a violent, hit people with and bricks? you're a violent criminal, guess what? You gotta go home. Let me ask you this: What about the people who are not illegal immigrants who are raping and hitting people? They with need bricks? to go to prison. Okay. They get raped and hit. All right. So let's talk about that because we've got like and like let's look at Florida. 
Broward County. Broward and Gate County is a disaster. Disaster. Friggin' right? disaster. Disaster. An embarrassment of America. It is. But let's look at their roster of who's in jail and why. And let's talk about that. Right, These know, are not I'm people coming edu- over the border. Oh, what are you talking about? These Dade are County. homegrown. Dade County's all Hispanic. Where are you I know from? that I just looked at Colombian, Broward County. Colombian and, and Cuban. Broward County? I just looked Dade. at their roster, though. and Broward's white. Like 100% white guys. Not, not 100%. Not 100%. Fine, 68. Se- yeah, 70. 68, I'd say 70. 70%. Dade, Dade is, is 100%. Almost 90% Hispanic. And we have our Minneapolis uh, dispatch no, listen, calls coming listen. up. If you, leave, if you leave the Twin Cities and go to any other county in Minnesota, it's all white dirtbags. Yeah, huge dirtbags. there's dirtbags in every race, nationality, mm-hmm. origin. It doesn't, it's not, it doesn't, you know, there's right. not one ton of dirtbags. So, like, let's talk about the undercurrent then of why that occurs. So, is it human nature? Like, are we looking at that as the you know, undercurrent, no, you know, you know, or no, what is it? You know what it is? It's your upbringing. Addiction? It, no, it's your upbringing, man. Upbringing? It's your upbringing. So, you want me to be a better, better mother and, like, a better you're parent? A great, you're a great mother. Thanks. And, and I don't think your kids will ever be drug addicts or I hope not. criminals or anything. I don't think they will either. No, you won't. Yeah. You know why? Because you show mm-hmm. them respect and love. Yeah. And that's all any human being needs is respect and love. And if you respect somebody and you show them love, they won't do that stuff. But we have, we, we're, on, we're on, in my lifetime, I'm 52 years old. In my lifetime, I think we're on our third generation of kids that are shown no love and no respect. They, they, they got it in the beginning by a, a grandmother who has passed away now, and now they have nothing. And I, I see it. I see it right here on the streets of Minneapolis that these kids aren't raised by anybody. Right. So I, w- I would say that that, that and is I, something and, that and, you and, and I have talked about and, and, at length. Not to change something, but I don't want to see my Facebook post today. But I'm eight years drug and smoke free today. Pretty amazing. Eight years. Today. Today. Happy anniversary. Eight years. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't look at it as a com- an accomplishment. I look at it more as an embarrassment. But I try to educate as many people as possible, because I'm a strong-minded, probably the most strong-minded person that you'll ever meet in your life. Yeah. But it grabbed a hold of me and wouldn't let go. So if it did it to me, it can do it to anybody. So I try to tell people if it watch out because it can grab you and it I won't let go. I would like to hear more about your history there. Like we've talked about it um, and we've got our dispatch calls right, coming up and yeah. everything, but but we still have some time right, right now. When we get, when we get, tell we get, us. No, like, we, let's do our dispatch calls and when we get back from dispatch calls, we'll talk about it. All right. That sounds good. And I'll tell you, Mike. My, my Holy crap, that's loud. Wow. That's way too loud. Copy and a sergeant technology shoot 1206 became a street northeast. 204 copy. And 2325. And squad back 210 on the shoot. 221 copy your back. 210, those are uh, suspect description. 210. Negative at this time. Uh, only suspect description is a male on the sidewalk with a gun. 
possible occupants of vehicles outside 1202 Buchanan may be involved, unknown for certain. Okay. 220 arriving on that. Copy. It's going to be a Minnesota plate, uh, Whiskey 88129. It's a Chrysler. Stand by. Copy. Black Dodge Charger, Whiskey Boy Boy 129. How come it's always a Dodge Charger? I don't know. It's always a Chrysler Dodge Charger. It always I, is. I listen to, Every I listen to dispatch time. all the time. It's always a Chrysler. Chrysler I Charger. Think, I think Chrysler should get sued. You know what? I feel like we should yeah. like do a civil suit right it's now. It's either Chrysler, Dodge Charger, or Cadillac Escalade. L.A. Nick versus Chrysler. You know what, Civil though? suit. Hey, you know what? I, I, I'll tell you this after, after the show, but I have an idea. <laughs> Don't keep it private. No, tell okay. me um, now. I'll tell. I'll tell you the next episode. All right. Next so, episode. I, pr I promise everybody out there. Next episode, I'm going to tell you my 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 your idea. super great idea I, about actually, Chrysler. No, I'm going to actually sue someone. See. Oh my God! You're going to sue someone, and you're going to like and no a, a city official, a city official, a city official, and yeah. you're going to tell everyone in the next episode who it is. Yeah, I'm going to sue them for a reason. I cannot wait. What is your full name again so I can look up the civil <laughs> records? Like, is it Nikolai, Nicholas? It, 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 it's N-I-K. N-I-K. Yeah, I'm going to sue him. What's your last name, sir? I'm not telling you. <laughs> Dang it. Because I think you're, you're, you're... I'm going to look it up. I think you're Russian. I might be. <laughs> I don't know. I think that I'm actually You're going to hack my credit card. Yeah, I'm going to hack into it. Yeah. So, right. yeah, we got another 911 call we got to. All right. Four. Four nine. Channel closed. 409 location. Lee Street Mill, the trailer park. Minivan took off. 418 attached to it. Suspects fleeing cell phones to the trailer park heading out towards 61. We need to get some squads over in 61 and 97. Happy calling Chicago. County en route. 148 route. 157 for March. 100, get us patched with LTAC-1. Copy. Washington County is patched with LTAC-1 for shots fired incident in Forest Lake. 418 in pursuit. We are uh, pulling the dead end by the county south shop. Copy. 418, I got two at gunpoint. Two at gunpoint. 194 out. 194 out. I swear, being a cop's got to suck. Yeah. It's just got to suck, man. I mean, you're chasing somebody who just got shots fired, and you have two at gunpoint, and then three fleeing, and this uh, where I don't, this was I, I thought he said Washington County. I'm not sure where Washington County. I got this off of, of yeah, that's the Forest Lake district. Okay, so it's up there, um, Forest Lake, and then we've got like Lionel Lakes area. That's so all Washington County. What Cottage of, Grove, I think, is in there. So it's a bunch of white people. Well, yeah. White people with guns. White people with guns and a few refugees that crossed over the border from Minneapolis. Really? Even though they were born and raised. But it's got to suck being a cop, man. Can you just imagine that you got to get this call and chase somebody down with guns and then you have to hold them at gunpoint? Right. Like our last episode, we had those people, they were on acid. Like, and, and I don't know if you've ever done acid, but if I, I was. Haven't. 
you have, you've never done acid? I have not. I can say that's honestly one okay, thing that I've so, not done. So I have done acid. And? And I'll tell you what. I mean, acid's a, a drug that's different than any other drug. Okay. Like, you'll see, like, all of a sudden you'll be looking at this microphone, and all these men will start climbing out of the, the foam. Of the men? Microphone. Yeah. I, like I, soldiers? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Oh, weird. I, I literally opened up a radiator cap one time, and all these men start climbing out. This is very disturbing. Well, it's, 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 it's a hallucinogenic. Okay. So I looked in a puddle one time for six hours because I saw all these people in this puddle, like, having a life. That is really disturbing to but me that's on acid. multiple but levels. But that's acid. That's LSD. So remember we talked about Jim O'Brien last episode, the mm-hmm. weatherman? Yeah. And you looked yeah, him yeah, up, yeah. and he died in a parachute yes, accident, which yes, I yes, told yes, you, yes, yes. which was 35 years ago. Yes. And the only reason I remembered because I used to do acid with him. And I know. Oh, so you're like, that's my friend. And we did acid. We saw soldiers coming no, out of my microphone. No, but I know that that dude didn't pull a chute because he was high on acid. Oh, that's why. No, I know. Okay. He, he, know. He, he, I know for a fact because he was so into making homemade acid in his mm-hmm. bathtub. He was so into it. Like, that was his thing. No, it was his thing. I swear mm-hmm. to God. He was the proudest his LSD maker. His mom was like, oh. He's so good at but, making but acid in our bathroom. He was like the top weatherman in Philadelphia that oh, there he's was. he's doing such a good job at knowing the weather and making but, acid you know, in our bathroom. This was, this was in the, be- the beginning oh. of, of green screens, like when they first came out with it. Oh, okay. So you have to go like this, but there's nothing really there. You have to point to something that's not he's actually there. To, like, but he was high right on now. acid. Mm-hmm. So he would be like, oh, what? he was so good at it. He became like one of the best. He was like one of the top weathermen He in the really country. did see it, though. That's yeah, because he was on acid. Yeah. Oh. And he predicted the weather perfectly. But he pulled. The, he didn't pull a shoot because he was on acid. Mm-hmm. I'm telling so you. What's I, your whole point? Get back to the predicate here. Don't do acid. Don't do acid. <laughs> don't do drugs because you got off of drugs. And Eight tell years me today. about that. Okay, what did you do? And like, how did you get off of it? And what is your well? I have to say. Message? I have to say. I grew up in Philadelphia, and Philadelphia is, at, at, in in my days. When I grew up there in the 80s, Philadelphia was a drug town. I mean, we had drugs that nobody's ever heard of. K- uh, KW was a huge drug. KTWB? No, it's just, no, it was called KW or One Hit Katie. They were the two names for it. It's it's actually, it was parsley. Parsley? It was parsley. I used that on my fish. Right, it was parsley <laughs> rolled up in a joint, like, like pot is, but mm. dipped in jet fuel and embalming fluid. And uh, it was, they called it One Hit Katie. Where would you get embalming fluid? All over Philadelphia. So that was a huge drug there. Another drug called Match Head Tick, which is is a, they call it Match Head Tick because you do a line of it as big as a match head. And if you ever go to somebody's house and they go, hey, you want a line? You think it's cocaine? They drop a line as big as a match head. You know it's PC, it's it's. Match Head Tick, which is a synthetic PCP. So there was drugs in Philadelphia that nowhere, they didn't exist anywhere else. Even crystal methamphetamine, that everybody knows now, crystal meth, in Philadelphia in the 80s, it was everywhere, but it wasn't called crystal meth. What was it called? It was called crank. Oh. Because all the bikers used to stash it in their crankcase with their motorcycle. It was oh. a biker-made drug. But everybody, it was brown, dark brown. It was yeah, nasty like shit. It was nasty, crank. nasty. You did a line, it was like it was like a, an ice pick going up your nose, man. It was brutal, brutal. 
It was brutal stuff. All right, but, so you did but, all these drugs. So, so, so let me, let me, I'll finish. We can go over. I'm not worried about our time. Right, right. We'll go over. Right. So I casually did drugs throughout my life. Never was an addict, ever. Ugh. I, I mean, wasn't. isn't that what every addict says? But, like, I, but no, 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 no. I would be, a, I would be a Friday night warrior and not do it again for six months. Yeah, right. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. A Friday I, night I, warrior. I, listen, I grew and then up. you would like just be like, "Hey guys, sorry, can't hang out with you for no, six no, months. no." All my friends were the same way. What? We would we would get like a bag on a Friday night. A bag of what? Whatever. Crank. A bag of crank. A bag of match head tick. A bag of KW. And then we wouldn't we wouldn't do it again for for uh, months. Okay. And then we would do it again. So you would see each other like once in a no, while. No, we like, saw each other every day, but we didn't oh, do drugs every day. You know what? No, I feel like doing drugs. We no, just, like, but went it was to like church. A, it was like a big plan thing. What else did you do? It was like it was like the months in between. It was like playing the prom. Okay, but like you had a prom the, once a year or once every five <laughs> years. That was oh, us doing drugs. Wait, you saw each other every day, and so like you just hung out and like played video games, and then you're like, wait, now was, today Hesley, we're gonna Hesley, do drugs. Hesley, there was no video games in 1983. Well, what did you do? We, we jammed, we rocked out, played okay, music, you played some music. Yeah. And then why, like, why on earth, like, would you suddenly be like, today we're gonna do drugs? It, uh, it, it'd be the uh, somebody would come and say, hey, I have. You want to buy this? So it was, it was, it was, uh, oh, it was an opportunity. Opportunist. Mm. We were opportunist. I see. So, so uh, Kane was, we go, yeah, we'll buy some of that. Okay. And, and so I have tons did... of drug, I have tons of drug stories. You did that for a long time. Right. I have, I have tons of drug stories, like endless. Would endless. you say that you eventually became an addict? No, absolutely not. Then why are you saying, like, I'm drug free now? Because I, 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 no, I did become an addict, but not because of any of that. Okay. But like, tell me about when you became an addict. And I then became. How you I became broke an addict. Okay, here's how I became an addict. I was living in Palm Beach, Florida. I was with the same person, same woman for 11 years. We mm -hmm. got married. We were married for three years. It was a pretty pretty much a loveless marriage. I started self-medicating and doing cocaine, mm -hmm. and I and I started doing cocaine, and then things went bad. Ended up getting divorced, and I moved back to L.A. And if you watch the, I'm in the, right now I have a movie on Showtime called Pauly Shore's Dead. Yeah. I'm sorry, sorry, Pauly Shore Stands Alone. And if you watch that movie, my one. Pauly Shore's Dead? No, it's called Pauly Shore Stands Alone. <laughs> right, okay. Pauly Shore Stands Alone. Let's yeah. all, like, right. just so, get that clear. So, so in the movie, it's a documentary, and one of my best friends was Sam Kennison. So mm -hmm. Sam and me used to do a lot of cocaine, and he introduced me to people who dealt also cocaine. Also might have done right. that. So, okay. I, so I ended up meeting this kid, this young Jewish kid named Adam Stiles, who asked me to use his, my pool house to entertain women. Okay. And he would give me free, free cocaine. I see. So mm -hmm. I started doing a lot of cocaine for free. Mm -hmm. And I became, it, then it, they grabbed the hold of me. Then it got a hold of you. Right. How did you break free from it? Do we want to talk about that on the next yes, episode? I, no, I'll talk about it right now. Okay. M at, that's why I have a huge love for Minneapolis. When I moved to Minneapolis, 
and I came here, and I bought cocaine. It was the worst cocaine I've ever done in my life. <laughs> and I go, this is the shittiest cocaine I've ever seen in my life. Thank you, Minneapolis. I couldn't. I tried to cook it. Nothing came back. It was like, it was like, it was like, mm. you, you might as well have dirt. Yeah. You might as well have been cooking dirt. Cooking dirt. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not buying. And I tried it. And as an addict, you bought it like 10 times. For, for crazy money in, in LA, it's 50 bucks a gram. Here it was like 100 bucks a gram. I'm like, after 10 times, I'm like, you know what? I'm not buying this anymore. This you is... couldn't afford it. No, I actually could afford it. But you it was. You could not afford it no, I by principle. No, I, I just wasn't going to pay 100 bucks for dirt. On principle. Right. And I, and, mm -hmm. But here, here, here's, the, here's the last straw. This is, oh God! This is, the last straw up your nose. Was no, this, what? Was, this was the last straw. So there's a guy named John Hempel who owned the, the hotel in Minneapolis, downtown Minneapolis, and I was staying out in Bloomington at the time. And Jonas Lawrence and Eva Longoria were backing me on a project, and they said go stay. There's a, and I said I can't stay here no more. This this city sucks. And I but I was in Bloomington. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not staying here no more. I don't give a crap how much money you pay me. I'm moving back. To, I'm going back home to L.A. Yeah, you're like Eva Longoria. I still had my house in L.A. dust. Right. I don't care. I don't care who you are. I'm going back home. Mm -hmm. They go, listen, just just go downtown Minneapolis for one week and see how you like it. So I, they put me up in, in, a, in a suite in the penthouse of the Hotel Minneapolis. And the guy, I met the owner. His name is John Hempel. He ended up going to L.A. and staying at my house in L.A. And, mm -hmm. and I went, I stayed at the Hotel Minneapolis. And it was a nice hotel, and I, I fell in love with downtown Minneapolis. And I remember sitting in that. You're going to make it after all. And, and then you threw your hat up. I remember on the sitting, of I remember sitting in that hotel room, and one of my best friends in life from, from, from Toronto, Canada, his name is J Jason Constable, was coming to visit me. And I had just got, and this guy used to send me VHS tapes. Remember the old VHS mm, tapes? Yeah. With a half ounce of cocaine in them in the oh, mail. Oh, that's so sweet. And he got, and I just got one, and I had it all chopped up on the on the bathroom counter. Mm -hmm. And he came knocking at my door, and I'm like, "Jay, good to see you." He's like, "Hey, I gotta use your bathroom." And I go in there, and he's sitting, he's sitting on the counter on the pile of cocaine, <laughs> looking at himself in the mirror. <laughs> and he was, and I go, "Um." Never doing this shit again. And you know what? It was the last time I... Because it was all up his butthole or why? Oh, it was just... It, it, he sat on it and smeared it all over the floor. Oh, and... he didn't know what it was? He, he didn't even it was see it. Makeup. It was a white countertop. Oh, I so see. He didn't even see it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be mad at my friend. For ruining your special day. For, mm -hmm. Yeah, so... And, and, and that was the last straw. And that and, was the last straw that mm, could have gone up your nose. Well, we'll talk about this and more on our next episode of Minneapolis 911. I'm Hasley we're Ray. Done? We're done? With... No. We're... No. Hey, listen. Go to our, go to our website, Minneapolis911.com. Listen to all our past episodes. You can check me out at mayorofminneapolis.com. Check out my videos. And Hesley, you can check Hesley Ray out at... HesleyRay.com. And we will be back next week with more on Minneapolis911.com. And I have to say, I'm probably going to vote again for Betsy Hodges. Hey, don't do it. You have been listening to Minneapolis 911 with L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray. 
Join us and download a new show every Wednesday at 9 a.m. on the Tom Bernard Network and Minneapolis911.com. For further information on today's and past shows, go to Minneapolis911.com. Minneapolis 911 post-production provided by Nancy Keene and Buko Latidon. This show is a Robert W. Morgan production. I'm Casey Moo. Thank you for listening to Minneapolis 911. 